I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey y'all, welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, March 28th. Let's start with what you missed over the last week, and then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. Okay, we've got a lot to go over, especially in the basketball world, so let's get rolling. The Sweet 16 and Elite 8 were on par for how crazy the season has been so far. Thursday was full of surprises. Number one, Gonzaga was upset by number four, Arkansas, to shock the world. Number five, Houston took out another number one seed in Arizona, winning by 12. And number two was a good ranking, though, that day with both Villanova beating number 11, Michigan, and Duke beating number three, Texas Tech. Number, number 15, St. Peter's, became the first number 15 seed to ever make the Elite Eight after a win over number three, Purdue. Number 10, Miami, beat number 11, Iowa State, in what had to be the region that no one had either team making that matchup. <laughs> this is Miami's first Elite Eight appearance. Number eight, UNC beat number four, UCLA, after losing at half. And number one, Kansas snuck by number four, Providence, in a close game. So that brought us to the Elite Eight, and the upsets pretty much stopped here, and it saved some of our brackets. Number two, Villanova did beat number five, Houston, in a very low-scoring game that ended 50-44. to Hope you took the under on that one. Number two, Duke beat number four, Arkansas, by nine and had control the entire game. Lone number one seed left, Kansas, beat number 10, Miami, after trailing by six at half, then frankly opening a can of whoop-ass on the U, outscoring them 47-15 to 15 in the second half. Number 15, St. Peter's Cinderella run finally came to an end, losing to number eight, UNC, by 20. Good job, though, Peacocks. 
So that brings us into the final four weekend. And for the first time ever in tournament history, UNC will play Duke. These well-known rivals have never actually met in the tournament. And the last time they played was Coach K's last home game at Duke. And the Tar Heels definitely got that last laugh. You can't write better TV than this. Also, number one, Kansas will play number two, Villanova, and that matchup probably saved a lot of our brackets. I know I had both teams in there, and I think I had Duke, and that was about it. So so ended up with a Final Four that ended up not screwing us over. Moving on to the NBA. Kyrie Irving made his home debut Sunday night, yes, in Barclays Center, after the New York City Mayor Eric Adams rolled back his vaccine mandate for performers and athletes. The Nets, however, did lose that game to the Hornets, 119 to 110. Sunday's game saw a sold-out crowd with the largest number of fans in the building ever at 18,166. The Nets currently sit at ninth in the East. So we have had some teams clinch playoff berths and all of that, as well as being eliminated. So I will go over that right now. The Suns have clinched the best league record with a 61-14 record so far. The Grizzlies have clinched their playoff berth, and the Heat have also clinched their division. The last day of the regular season, just so you guys know, is April 11th. So that is coming up quickly. The teams have already that have already been eliminated from the playoffs are the Pacers, the Pistons, the Magic, the Thunder, and the Rockets. So we all know that Shaq does everything and he's in every commercial. You can now add Oscar winner to his resume. He won an Academy Award for Queen of Basketball, the story about Louisa Harris. Steph Curry was also an executive producer on that short. Harris died two months before the release of this 22-minute short. So congratulations to those two. We have had some crazy football stuff going on with all the crazy trades and t- Tom Brady coming back, but one of them that has to be up in the top of the craziest ones is the Dolphins have acquired wide receiver Tyree Kill from the Chiefs for $120 million for the next four years. They traded for a 2022 draft pick in the first round, the second round, and the fourth round, as well as 2023's fourth and sixth round draft picks. This deal makes Hill the highest paid wide receiver in the league. Also on the NFL side, Hard Knocks will feature the Lions this upcoming season. Moving on to golf, we have a new world number one. Scotty Scheffler has been on a hot streak these last few weeks. This week, he won the Dell match play. After going through a playoff to make it to the round of 16, he then beat former world number one Dustin Johnson and Kevin Kisner, who are both two former Dell champions. After going to school in Austin and being from Dallas, it was fitting that he wins the Dell after being runner-up last year. Scotty has now won his first three careers, career events in a five-start span. So he may have started really slow and may have taken him a little bit to get that first win, but he has certainly shown that his work is paying off. Cannot happen to a nicer person. I know him and Meredith personally, and they are just two amazing, amazing people. So congratulations to the Schefflers. Also sticking with golf, Tiger Woods is rumored to return to the Masters this year and is rumored to be playing and practicing at Augusta right now. 
Moving on to Olympic sports, it was figure skating worlds this weekend, and USA men's figure skater Vincent Zhao took home the bronze after he was not allowed to compete in Beijing in the Olympics after testing positive for COVID. Zhao sat in sixth after the short program, but ended up third after a strong free skate. Bronze medalist from the Olympics, Japan Uno, took home the title with 312.48 points. The U.S. Pairs team have ended the American drought in Pair Worlds in more than 40 years, taking home that gold. French Papadakis and Cicerone broke their own record in rhythm dance, leading the two U.S. teams. They beat their score from Beijing by two points. Japan's Sakamoto took the women's title by almost 20 points, with Belgian Hendricks taking silver and USA Alyssa Liu taking bronze. Ukrainian Veracheska won the Jerusalem Marathon after leaving her home country with her 11-year-old daughter and escaping from the Russian invasion. Her husband stayed behind to fight the Russians. She had only run three marathons ever in her life before this race and was currently ranked 444th in the world. We do have a little bit of soccer news as well this week because the U.S. men's national team is on the brink of winning a World Cup bid for the first time since 2014. They dominated Panama on Sunday, winning 5-1. to one. And how on the brink are we talking? The USA would have to lose by six goals to Costa Rica on Wednesday to be denied the automatic qualifying spot. This would then take them from second in the CANCF to third if they lost by six and then they would play off against the winners of Oceania. So even if we lose by six, it's still not a dead in the water kind of thing. <laughs> the U.S. men's national team has a best finish at the World Cup of third place and that was back in 1930 at the first World Cup ever. Of the 21 World Cups that have been played, the USA has only competed in 10 of them. So who all has qualified so far? So far, Qatar, or the host country, also known as Qatar, depends on how you pronounce it, they have qualified as well as Germany, Denmark, Brazil, Belgium, France, Croatia, Spain, Serbia, England, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Argentina, Iran, Korea, Saudi Arabia, Japan, Ecuador, Uruguay, and Canada. Also, in a huge shock, Italy has failed to qualify after basically winning the Euros. So that was a huge, huge surprise. So what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports? We have a number of NBA games on TV this week with playoff implications. On Tuesday, we have the Lakers at the Mavericks at 6.30 p.m. on TNT. The Lakers are on the edge to make playoffs in the West. Then the Jazz at the Clippers at 9 p.m. on TNT. Those are two playoff teams. On Wednesday, we have two big matchups. The Heat at the Celtics. That will be at 6.30 on ESPN. Those are in the top two in the East, as well as the Suns at the Warriors at 9 p.m. on ESPN. And that is first place versus third place in the West right now. Thursday, we have the Bucks at the Nets at 6.30 on TNT and the Clippers at the Bulls at 9, also on TNT. Both games include two playoff teams. And Sunday, same thing. The Mavericks at the Bucks at noon on ABC and the Nuggets at the Lakers at 2.30 on ABC. Again, both games have two playoff teams and the Mavericks at the Bucks is first in the West and first in the East. So those ought to be great games to watch. 
Obviously, college basketball, we have the final four that will go on Saturday. We will start with number two, Villanova versus number one, Kansas at 5.09 p.m. on TBS. Kansas is favored by four and a half points with an over under of 133. Then the second final four game will be the big matchup of basketball greats, number eight, UNC versus number two, Duke, in what Coach K hopes is not his last game. That will go at 7.50.49 p.m. on TBS. Duke is favored by four with an over-under of 151. Then the PGA Tour goes on to stay in Texas and goes to the Valero Texas Open. Round one will be Thursday at 3 p.m. on Golf Channel, round two on Friday, and then round three into the weekend on Saturday starts at noon on Golf Channel and runs on to NBC at 2.30, and then on Sunday, the final round will air at noon on Golf Channel and at 1 p.m. on NBC. We have a couple hockey games on TV as well. On Wednesday, we have two, the Red, the Rangers at the Red Wings at 630 on TNT and the Golden Knights at the Kraken at 9. And then on Saturday, we have the Penguins at the Avalanche at 2 p.m. on ABC. And Sunday, the Islanders at the Devils at 3 p.m. on TNT. Now, I did go over some soccer today, so I will actually hit on some soccer games we have coming up. On Tuesday, we have FIFA qualifying for the Euro teams. We have Portugal versus Macedonia. That will be at 1.45 p.m. on ESPN2. Then on Wednesday, we have the United States final game versus Costa Rica. That will be at 8.05 p.m. on Paramount+. Plus. Then into the weekend, we have a number of Premier League games, three on Saturday morning, all on USA, as well as two on Sunday morning, again on USA. Rounding out the weekend, MLS Portland Timbers versus the LA Galaxy at 3.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. For more details on who those games were, please check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports. And I hope you guys have a blast watching the Final Four. It's been a crazy season. Hope to catch y'all on Monday for next week's weekly update before the National Championship game. 